Welcome to Destination Freedom. I'm your host, Monica Burgett. I'm a business and mindset coach, and I help other women to remove blocks, find their purpose, and build a dream life and business. This is my weekly show where I help women find inner strengths that will indeed release the power of you. Each episode is designed to help implement this change with actionable steps that will transform your life and mindset in your personal life as well as your business. Tune in every week so that I can help you achieve more freedom, allow more time with your family and friends, and gain more flexibility into your everyday busy life. It's time to discover your purpose and live your ultimate life of freedom. Now, let's get to today's show. Hello, y'all. Happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining me. This is my 10th episode, so we have officially hit double digits, which is super exciting. Um, I didn't realize I would have so much fun doing podcasting. I realized that I'm not as consistent as I should be, or some people tell me I should be. But I'm having a bunch of fun doing this. I love coming up with new things to talk about with you guys, business and mindset-wise. If you have any suggestions, feel free to shoot an email at thefreedomguild um, at gmail.com or message me on Facebook or on Instagram at monica.burgett. I wanted to kick this episode off by talking about a few exciting things that are happening in my world, my coaching world. As of um, the past couple weeks, I have had a bunch of projects that I'm working on and they all seem to be happening at once. By the time this is put out, I will have done an episode with my favorite podcast coach. She helped me launch this podcast, um, Kelly Ann Gorman. She's amazing. Not only was she an amazing coach and very knowledgeable in all things podcasting, but she has a super successful podcast herself, and she has been a great friend and mentor to me, and I'm very thankful and very excited to be featured on her show. Also, I am doing a live Facebook training on law of attraction and manifestation in this Facebook group, and I'm just super excited to be talking to about 4,000 women. It's a little intimidating, but so fun at the same time. Um, So if you have a Facebook community or you're interested in hearing me speak in my own Facebook community, check out my Facebook group. Um, Yeah, I just have a bunch of fun talking about the things that I love. It's kind of free coaching, free training, a little bit of info of what I'm all about and of course um, packed full of value with my favorite topics. And then also today on a whim I've been working on this coaching package all freaking week and I feel like I pre-launched it but it just felt like the right time. I've been uh, living and breathing this program ever since I came up with the concept and it's called Momentum Coaching and it starts September 1st and it just is really about getting in the right mindset and tackling the areas of your life that you need the most help with, that you struggle with the most, and that you know you need a mindset tweak in. So it's 60, 90, or 120 days. You have the option of how long you want to work with me one-on-one. There is payment options, and I'm just super excited to help some women really make the best of the rest of 2019 and help them get rid of negative energy and negative thought patterns that surround these area of life so they can gain massive momentum to what is important to them and what they're really trying to accomplish. So if that's something you would be interested in, join the Facebook group. The link is in the show notes and all of the details, including the pricing, is listed in the Facebook group. So with that, let's get to today's topic. 
I have been thinking about this for quite some time now. I have been self-employed for almost a decade. And if you are self-employed or wanting to be self-employed or just starting out or have even wondered what self-employed people go to or go through, this is the episode for you. Um, there is a lot of up and downs in um, self-employment. Even after 10 years, you guys, the roller coaster ride is for real. You see a bunch of memes talking about um, the struggles, but you don't really know it unless you live it. And even now, after 10 years, I tell people this all the time. They're like, does it ever get easier? And I'm like, no, you just have a better mindset about it. You just get used to it. You prepare better. You plan better. You build your business more, whatever the case may be. But sometimes after 10 years, I literally think about throwing in the towel and being like, screw this. I'm going to work for the man. I'm going to punch a time clock and I'm going to work X amount of hours and get paid X amount of dollars. But at the end of the day, I know there are so many benefits to being self-employed and honestly especially being a mother you guys I wouldn't change it for the world the most amazing thing is is the flexibility and the freedom that I get to spend with my family especially my daughter and in fact that is the whole concept of what the freedom guild was founded on was freedom family and flexibility so with that being said I thought I would just give um, some of my top tips that nearly a decade of self-employment has taught me. Okay, so, and these are in no specific order. I literally just brainstormed this, and but they're all equally important. So take it for what you will. Save this episode, take notes, whatever you need to do. But the first one I jotted down is know your power hours. If you have a flexible schedule, for me, I still quote-unquote have a nine-to-five, but I've noticed over the years when I am most productive and when I work the best. So this is super important, especially if you don't have to get up in the morning and go somewhere to an office, which I still do. But the good thing is, is I'm able to go at any given time. Um, but know your power hours, you guys. Mine is in the mornings. I love getting up earlier. I love, I'm more motivated. I'm awake. I'm ready to go. I have my morning routine. I love to hit the ground running. I'm the first person in my office every single day. I love the peace and quiet. I tend to get more done when no one is there and I just hit the ground running. Um, so knowing yourself and knowing when you work best and when your power hours are can be your absolute greatest strength in terms of productivity and what you need to get done. Okay, so like I said, my hours are flexible, but over this last year when I would have to drop my daughter off early for school, I noticed getting in the office at 7.30 sometimes, even, you know, 8 or 8.15, my employee, my business partner don't show up until 10, sometimes 11 a.m. just because that is their schedule. And I've just noticed that I like being there early. I like being the only, the first one there. I like setting the stage for how the day is going to go and being responsible for that. So know your power hours. The second one is know that there are different seasons, not just in life, but in business. Because when you're a business owner, your entire life seems to revolve around your business, right? And you aren't going to be 100%, 100% of the time. There's just no way. We're exhausted. Life happens. You get stressed out. You have other outside 
factors affecting your life. So just give yourself grace. Know that there are different seasons in your life and your business. Entrepreneurship is such a roller coaster and you just cannot expect to be on the highest of highs at all time. So really just try to be mindful of the season that your business is, is in. Um, for example, I owned an online boutique for a couple of years and there would be certain seasons completely business-wise, that we knew were good for us. For example, 4th of July, Black Friday, the beginning of spring. Those were our huge hit times, right? So I knew those seasons. We could prepare for those seasons. Um, it made it a lot easier on us once we started getting the pattern of our business. In my full-time business now, my printing and mailing business, it just so happens that we are known for our election slash political mail. So election years, aka not this year, not 2019, those would be the even years. So 2020 coming up are huge years for me. Huge. We do triple if not quadruple the business on election years than we do in normal years, which is amazing. It's great. It means more income, right? It means all these wonderful things. It means more business, um, more word of mouth, all of that great stuff. But if we aren't prepared for it, we are just setting ourselves up for failure. I know, I know during this season I have to have temporary employees. I know that I have to be on my A-game as far as health and wellness goes or I'll crash and burn. I know that I have to have amazing people surrounding me to help me with my daughter if I need be. And then on the other side of that token, I know for a fact that on these off years, these are lower income years. And if I refuse to see those patterns in my business, I could have dug myself a huge black hole like I did my first off season. I don't make as much money as I do in my off seasons. So personally, financially, business wise, I had to plan for that. I had to be prepared. I had to be mindful of it. And I had to go in non-election years with a mindset, um, not of scarcity, but of perseverance, first of all, pushing through it and also being a little bit more mindful with how I'm spending my money and what I'm doing in my business. Um, and then on the other token of that, different seasons of your life. You, have, for example, as women, we know whenever it's that time of the month and we're going to be moody, for example. It affects us more so um, with some of us than it does with other of us. Um, there's going to be personal things that happen in your life. For example, school time's a little bit harder for me in life because I am a single mom and I'm the only one dropping my daughter off at school and I'm the only one picking her up. So it's a little challenging knowing, you know, during this season of my life, I have to be more prepared. Okay. All of that stuff affects your business too. So the number two tip is be mindful of the different seasons. The third one is to give yourself grace. This is so important I cannot stress to you enough because a lot of us, especially as women, we beat ourselves up. Um, we don't let ourselves live it down. We always constantly think that we're not good enough and that we need to be doing more. So didn't get enough done? Don't beat yourself up and come up with a game plan for tomorrow. Disorganized? It's not the end of the world. Put it on your priority list. Whatever the case may be, Quit beating yourself up. You're gonna have to learn to let a lot of things go. If you want to be successful and if you want to be able to roll with the punches per se, you have to be able to give yourself grace and say, you know what? That didn't really work out for me. So I'm gonna try something else or I'm gonna do something different 
or whatever. Um, and that honestly leads us into the next one. But giving yourself grace means that you're okay with how you run your business, right? I mentioned disorganization. And for me, I actually work best when I'm in organized chaos. I know that sounds so silly, but I have just come to terms with the fact that I am never going to have a perfectly sparkling office, like a Pinterest-worthy office. I have learned to live with the messy aesthetics of my environment to continue to thrive rather than beat myself up and try to force myself to be a certain way that I just know is not me. So I've learned to say, you know what? There is a pile of paperwork a mile high on my desk at home. And my office that is practically a warehouse anyway at my printing and mailing business is never going to be clean. And I know where everything is. I'm productive and that's all that matters. I'm not going to worry about the aesthetics of something when it's not affecting my productivity. If it is, however, you need to rethink that. But in the whole grand scheme of things, know your strengths and know what you're okay with and be willing to be okay with it. And that leads me into my next one is trial and error. Um, just like a messy desk isn't for any everybody, some people might not even be able to function. I'm actually that way with my house. It gives me anxiety when my house is messy, but when my office is a different story. So if trial and error, if you know what the best routine is for you, then do it. But if you haven't figured it out yet, keep trying. Keep experimenting. Know what works best for you. Figure out what works best for you by trial and error and stick with that, okay? Um, so trial and error, not just like in your work environment, but with some of maybe you launched a program and it wasn't that great. Okay, what do we need to tweak? Look at everything as a trial and error instead of I tried and failed. Okay, it's not a failure. There's just an error and something needs to be tweaked to make it better. So don't be afraid to try to figure out the errors and then go back and rework it. That is so super important no matter what you do in business. It's almost like ads. Have you ever heard of A-B ads or whatever you're targeting? Like you have to try one way and then you have to try another way and you have to see which one of those works best. So don't be afraid to have trial and error in your business. You guys, this one took me literally years to figure out in business. Lots of tears, lots of stressing, lots of heartache, headache, migraines, whatever you wanna call them. But seriously, hire a tax professional. I don't care what stage of business that you're in, put some money away to be hiring a tax professional. Because if you don't, I will almost guarantee you that you will be losing money. No one who owns a business needs to be doing their own taxes. Being self-employed is hard enough without the IRS shadow over your head. Hands down the best investment I've ever made is my CPA. I am in a point in my business, thank gosh, where I am able to hire my CPA year-round on a monthly business. He checks over my bookkeeping. He does all the IRS forms for me. He does my business taxes, my personal taxes, my other business taxes. I mean, he does it all. And you guys, yes, it's expensive. Yes, it's another business expense you have to put in. But I promise you, if you aren't having someone do your taxes who knows small businesses, you will be losing out on money and losing out on opportunities. In the past few years, I've had my CPA. He has taught me so much and has taken so much stress relief off my back. Okay, so 
just know that that's an extra expense coming up and bite the bullet and do it because I guarantee you you're probably overpaying that much money anyways if you're not having a professional look at your stuff. Um, even when I owned my teeny tiny boutique and I was barely making an extra $100 a month, my K1 for that business was probably hundreds of pages long. No one... No regular Joe Schmo <laughs> knows how to do that stuff all on their own without some sort of training. And it's funny because my dad always gets frustrated and he's like, you know, it's kind of bullshit. We have to hire somebody to tell us how much we owe the government. It's asinine. But you know what? It's the world we live in and there's nothing you can do about sitting around and stressing about it. So you might as well have someone be helping you and have someone in your corner to help you figure it out. So the next one, and this is so super duper important, and not a lot of entrepreneurs like to hear it unless you're kind of woo-woo already, but taking care of yourself. You probably think if you're anything like me that I was in the beginning, I know for sure my dad, who's my business partner, is like this, but a lot of us get into the habit of thinking that our business cannot survive without us, okay? And as a business owner, it's sometimes extra long hours, it's more stress, it's very demanding. All of that stress affects our health. All of our habits affect our health, okay? So if you are not taking care of yourself, if you are using your business as an excuse to not take care of yourself, quit it. Your health mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of that, that is your number one most important thing. Because if you think your business can't survive without you, it definitely can't survive when you are severely ill, laid up in a hospital bed, or dead. Okay? That's it. End game. Period. And if you aren't taking your care of yourself to the best of your ability, there's absolutely no way that you can put back into your business at the highest potential. Give it your all when you can't even be 100% yourself. Okay? So... Yes, your business can be a success, but no amount of success compares to you not being a good parent, partner, friend, person. Ground yourself in what is important to you. Fuel your body. Be getting enough exercise. Be getting enough sleep. I mean, it's asinine how many entrepreneurs I hear talk about their lack of sleep or how they only get so many hours per sleep a night. And it's almost like we tend to brag about that, right? Like it's the hustle mentality these days. And I call bullshit on that. I'm done with that mentality. I used to be like that. I still struggle with slowing down sometimes. But I know that hustling and working myself sick and running myself into the ground is no longer something to brag about. Again, owning a business is hard enough without having to deal with all that stuff, without having to like proclaim that you're some sort of hustler and doing all this stuff and working yourself sick. It's not okay. It's not cute. It's not funny anymore. The real accomplishment is being able to deal with entrepreneurship and the woes of everyday life and the stress of parenting while being able to take care of yourself, get a good night's sleep, hopefully get some exercise in, and be fueling your body with the things that it deserves. Am I perfect at this? Do I still struggle at this? Absolutely. I'm not perfect at it. I struggle and fall short all the time. 
all the time, but I'm learning as I'm going and I know that it's a priority because I've made it a priority now. And so that way I can be super mindful of what I'm doing to take care of myself and what I need to do and to rest and to take a step back. Your business will not flourish if you are barely hanging on by a thread. And again, I will sidebar that and say that there are different seasons, just like me in election years. I barely scrape by every year, but that's maybe 10%, 20% of the time of my business, okay? It's not 100% all the time. So know yourself, prepare for those things coming up, but you have got to take care of yourself, okay? The last and final thing, it is your life and your business. Do what works for you. You guys, I am so sick of hearing all of these professionals say you have to do business this way or you're going to fail. Or if you're not doing this, you're going to fail. If you're not doing this, you aren't going to get as many sales. You're not going to get high ticket clients. You're not going to be successful. I am so sick of people saying that, especially those marking themselves as professionals. I strongly have a mantra that I've learned from Pastor Craig Groeschel. I've talked about him a couple of times. I used to go to Life Church. Um, but his mantra is if you're not growing, you're dying. Do you need to be learning and growing and developing and taking a step forward? Absolutely. But do not let anybody tell you how you should run your business or whatever is best for you. You do whatever works best for you. Do not feel like you have to fit a norm. Do not feel like you have to take steps A, B, and C. The beauty of owning your own business is we get to run it how we want to run it. Do not let comparison or fear of what these people are saying, which is basically fear-mongering, say that you have to or you can't do in your business or else you're going to be a success slash failure. Everybody works differently. And on top of that, I talked about this in the last episode, I think, but think about all the people who did things differently in their business and it worked. How are you going to be a trailblazer or think of something different and something new or know how you work best if you're constantly listening to what other people think you should do and what other people think your business should be ran like. You have to do what works best for you. So yeah, think of all the times that these people blazed trails and invented new things and people thought that that would never work. You can't do that. That's unconventional. Whatever. It's because they weren't scared to do things their way. And so I just want to encourage you that if you you know, I see tons of people always asking for advice and it's like, oh, should I do this, this, and this? Should I do this, this, and this? There's no problem with getting advice from people. I mean, hell, it's what I do for a living coaching people. But I make dang sure to always give suggestions, to always talk about my personal experience, to always talk about what has worked for me. But I will never tell a client, you can't do that. You have to do X, Y, and Z. Specifically, I had... um a client not too long ago is last year. And I said, Oh, don't do that. I said, I can't even remember. It's something to do with social media. And she came back and she goes, well, actually, you know, I have proof in the numbers right here that that's working better for me. And I was shocked because I was just saying what everyone else said. You can't do that. That's bad for engagement or something. I don't even remember what we were talking about. And it just made me sit back and think, And it's like, you know, what some of those influencers out there are doing and getting this engagement and this, this, and that, and have these crazy social medias, I don't want to be like that. 
I don't care to be like that. I don't care to have 10,000 followers or whatever. But what I do care about is being comfortable with my business and working the way that I want it to work and seeing the results that I want to see, not anybody else's. So my last one is definitely, it's your life, it's your business. Make sure that you are running it the way that you want to, what feels best to you, what feels most aligned to you. Because ultimately at the end of the day, that's probably one of the top reasons why we've gone into business ourselves is to be able to do it the way that we want to do it. And that is so super important because when you lose that and start trying to keep up with all what all these big wigs are saying, it just ends up making you miserable and defeats the purpose of being able to live your life and do your business the way that you want it to. It's been a great week. I'm very excited for the things that are coming up ahead. Um, I really needed the vacation I was on last week. I've been back and more motivated than ever. Mercury in retrograde, it started on July 7th. And you guys don't fear that because I am in a super intentional, intuitive, creative space right now. And I was even thinking of that and I was like, man, I know it's retrograde, but I've just been cranking out stuff left and right like it's nothing. And I read today that one of the benefits of Mercury being in retrograde, even though it has all these downfalls, is that you really do just get super introspective, um, super, your creativity can come out, your intuition can come out, and I'm totally feeling all of those things and super thankful for it because we always need a silver lining and something crazy like Mercury being in retrograde, right? Um, again, I hope these helped. Um, I would love for you to check out my momentum coaching program that I spoke of at the beginning of this episode. I'm only taking seven people, you guys. So um, go check it out in the Facebook group. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for taking the time and listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please take a moment to review and subscribe on iTunes. That would mean the world to me. If you are looking for a community dedicated and obsessed with helping women entrepreneurs build the life and business of their dreams, I have just the place for you. Head on over to Facebook and join the Freedom Guild Facebook group. We would love to have you. Whether you're just starting out, have no idea what you want to create, need a massive revamp, or just in need of a supportive community, this is where you want to be. For more information on the show and the Freedom Guild brand, visit DestinationFreedomThePodcast.com or follow me on Facebook at Monica Burgett, Instagram at Monica.Burgett, or just email me at TheFreedomGuild at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll be back with a new show next week.